message you're about to listen to will help you discover, understand, and manifest God's plans and purpose for your life. It is our belief that these words will inspire you and make you a better person that will live a life of standard and express the fullness of God. We celebrate you. Again, are together to hear the undiluted word of God. And this word will find expression in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Please will you open your Bible with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7. Simple but powerful scripture that speaks of our Christian walk with God. If you are there, say, I am great. Alright, so we're going to read together at the count of three. Don't murmur the scriptures. For they that murmured in the wilderness, something happened to them. So don't murmur the scriptures. Speak out the scriptures. Praise God. One, two, three. Read. Please, one more time. Can you increase the volume? Now, convince with conviction. As though you are preaching it now. Now, say it to yourself. Does it personalize it? I if I walk, let's read it. One to go. For I walk by faith, not by sight. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word in our hearts in Jesus' name. By the grace of God, I'll teach on what I intended to teach last week, Wednesday. But for the rain that disturbed, I started a little. But I'll just go on this evening. Activating the blessing by faith. Activating the promise by faith. Activating the covenant by faith. Whichever one pleases you. Activating the blessing by faith. Activating the covenant by faith. Activating the promise by faith. Hallelujah. Praise God. Please, it's a teaching service and I want you to write. If you are typing on your phone, I want you to try to type. Make sure you take notes. That's how we grow as Christians. Those who grow in the faith actually grow when they come for teaching services like this. When they come for teaching services like this. Not just that. They take a step, another step forward by taking notes. But the most important thing is when you take the note, when you get back home, maybe at night or the next day, you go through the word. The scripture says, like the Berean Christian, to check if these things are so. And that's a point where it begins to even get more meaning to you. Praise the Lord. And I will encourage every one of us not just to have one translation of the Bible. Get other ones. New Living Translation. The Message Translation new international version just go ahead and get as many as you can it helps you read the scripture in other translations to get better meaning at times the king james does not give you the detail but when you read a bible like the message bible the new living translation it breaks it down uh, there is another bible i think the good news when you read that one it's like it's speaking to you just normal english communication very powerful bible praise god then much more have a study Bible, a center reference Bible that will take you to another verse, another verse, another verse. These things are important. Bibles, good Bibles are expensive now. I can tell you the truth. They've ever been expensive anyways. 
but good Bible, center reference Bible, whereby when you read a scripture, in the middle they can tell you three or four scriptures that you can go and read something similar that can give you better understanding. These are ways we grow in faith. These are ways you can get a concordance. You are looking for a word like please. You are looking for a word like joy. And you want to get more scriptures. You just go to that place. That's how to study the Bible. You open it up and you can see at times 1,000 plus um, scripture references. That has to do with a word. You just go through it and pick the one that is relevant to the situation to which you are searching the scripture for. Amen. It's important to have study Bible. Don't just read um, the normal morning devotion books by other people written. No. They got to the place to write that kind of a book because they themselves, they studied. So you to study. Study. It's one thing that's important, but it's hard. Study is hard. Reading, it's okay. You can read the Bible in 30 seconds or in 30 minutes. You have read probably, if you're a fast reader, you have read probably 5, 10 chapters. But when you are studying, a scripture can take you hours trying to search relevant scriptures. How, where's the first scripture, this kind of scripture, where's it first mentioned? Or this word, you are thinking about finance, you are thinking about your health. Why is it first mentioned? Studies will take you there. Then you can be able to relate with it even better. Praise the Lord. I'm sure that helps someone. Amen. Alright. Activating the promise, the blessing, the covenant by faith. Let me start by saying that active faith in our heart is a converter. Real active faith, real faith is a converter converting impossibilities to possibilities converting impossibilities to possibilities you see situations or things happened in your life or things are about to happen or situations are staring you at the face in your business in your health in your place of work which says this is impossible but because you have an active faith the scripture says we walk walking is active not passive sir nobody walk and say i'm standing is active so active faith in our hearts is a converter it converts it converts something that is not to what it should be hebrews 11 and verse 1 now faith is the substance of things hoped for you have not seen it but faith is telling you that you have it you have not handled it but faith is already converting what you have not seen to what you have romans chapter 4 and verse 17 calling those things that be not as though they were you have not seen it yet you are yet to see it it has not manifested but you just believe that these things will come to be that is faith converting the invisible to visible faith converting the impossible someone says oh you can't get it done you just believe in your heart maybe by a revelation of a scripture in the bible you read it and the light of god shone in your heart and you said to yourself no it might not have been done somewhere else but i can do it faith is converting that impossibility to possibilities that is what faith does are we together so faith converts faith changes situations that is why god wants you and i to be active in faith paul said for we walk by faith 
and not by sight. If we walk by sight, we can convert impossibilities. Instead, impossibilities will convert us more to become impossibilities. Praise God. But because it's by faith, it's a mystery, church. It's a mystery. Only God understands it. It's a mystery. I mean, you, you're walking and somebody tells you it's impossible. And you say, no, I know it's possible. And they tell you who told you. I mean, you know, they will tell you from experience. From experience, I've been here for five years. I've been here for ten years. I've been doing this for this social number of years. We have not seen it done before. But because you know it is a walk of faith. And the walk of faith is actually a trust walk. A trust walk. If you say you are having faith, it is a trust walk. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse, and verse 5. Trust in the Lord. How? With all your heart. So as you are walking the journey of life and is a walk of faith, every step is a step of trust. It's a step of trust. You don't know what will happen next, yet you believe it will happen well. They told you nothing. I mean, you enter your store and you saw there is actually no food. But you believe that the next day, something good will be in your store. No money in your pocket. You don't just know how it will happen. But you have this conviction. What is happening? Faith is converting the impossible to possibility. And that is why when we do that in the trust and trusting God, he makes sure things happen. Because Hebrews 11 and verse 6 will always manifest. It will manifest without faith. It is impossible to please him. For he that come to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. If you diligently seek the Lord, what you are doing is, is a work of faith. You are trusting him. And I know that he won't let me down. I know I will not be put to shame. I know I will not go hungry. I know it's a work of faith. It's a work of faith. Are we together, church? Praise God. So, but what makes faith active is the word of God. What makes faith come alive? What makes you and I trust and say, though things are not going on well, <laughs> I believe it will turn out well. It's not because you just think or thought about it. It's because the word of God, which is God himself, has entered your heart. You have received the word into your spirit. So what men say is impossible because it's not because actually it's not impossible. Normally, naturally, going by what people have said, it's actually impossible. But because of the measure of the word of God that has gone inside your spirit, you look at the same situation and say, no, you might say it's impossible and truly it's impossible for you. But with me, it is a possibility. At that point, what you are doing is you are putting the name of God at stake. You are putting his word at stake. And because God will never be, allow himself to, to be put to shame, that thing will come to pass. But many a time, people, many a times, people do not want to stay to the end. The scripture says, he that stay to the end, he that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. Don't trust God halfway and expect God to give you the full package. 
Did you hear that, church? Never. Trust him all the way. Trust him all the way. Never trust God halfway and expect him to give you the full package. Trust him all the way. But, sir, it's not happening yet. Well, trust him all the way. Have you gotten to the end? Not yet, but it's not happening. I'm past halfway. It's not happening. The Bible says, he that endures to the end. Have you gotten to the end? Until you get to the end, and God says, indeed, this is the end. It's not possible. That is when you should give up. In fact, even at that, you tell God, I'm not giving up. Though I've gotten to the end, yet I'm not giving up. So the word of God is what makes faith come alive in us. It's what makes faith come alive in us. Uh, Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. Powerful scripture. He said, now faith cometh how? By hearing and hearing. Not having heard. Hearing. That is why it's important that we all keep hearing messages not just once. It's important we get the message. Faith comes by hearing and hearing again of the word. Can you give me the New Living Translation, please? Is it possible of Romans 10, 19? 17, rather. Do we have it there? Romans 10, 19. Because sometimes people just hear once and they feel it's okay. Now hear this. So faith comes from hearing. That is hearing the good news about Christ. Hearing. This is continuous, present continuous. You keep doing it. Hearing the good news. The more good news you hear, the more solid your faith becomes. The more good news you hear, the more solid your faith becomes. That is why people who do not have midweek experience of God don't have solid faith. The reason is because from Sunday after you've had these days 30 minutes message 40 minutes message one hour from sunday evening or sunday afternoon or monday morning till saturday all manner of words are coming into your spirit you hear the news about the nation you hear the news about bandits about kidnappers all sort comes into your heart and all that leaves you with is i want to run away oh this world i am tired but when you hear the word again to diffuse, to deflate, to puncture, to cover up all those things you've heard, your faith jacks up again. Your heart is impossible, but you come to church and they tell you it's possible. At that point, the devil, the devil tell you, who do you believe? You must tell yourself, you must answer it. Because they will point it to you, then who do you believe? That man is an expert. He says it's not possible. Your pastor is just a pastor preaching something to you. He says, possible. Who do you believe? You are the one that will say, I believe the report of the Lord. I believe the report of the Lord. Faith comes by hearing. You must keep hearing. You must keep hearing. The more you hear, the more solid you are in trusting God. Let me say this. You can hear a lie for long, Babati, until it becomes true to you. Did you get that? You can keep hearing a lie for a long time, a lie. And that lie becomes truth. You accept it as a truth. Not because it's a truth that you should accept, but that is the lie you kept on hearing. And eventually, you accepted it because there is nothing that is contradicting that word you have been hearing. The word of God is true. The more of the word that you hear, the more solid you become in faith. And you're able to move mountains. Praise God. So let me say it this way. 
the more of God you hear is equal, uh, the more of the word of God is you hear is equal to the more of God you take in, you soak in. The more of the word of God. John chapter 1 and verse 1. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So if the word is God and I'm hearing the word, he will never allow his word to fall to the ground unfulfilled. So the more of the word that gets into me, the more solidify my faith. My spirit is to believe him who gave the word. He said he sent forth his word. Grace was the company that published it. He sent forth his word. When the word of God comes forth, that word delivers. His word is a deliverer. Are we together, church? I said, are we together? So the more of God's word you hear, the more you believe, the more your faith is solidified, then you are able to activate the, I mean, the word of God by your faith. You are able to get to a point where you believe what God said about you and not what the world said about you. You get to that point. I said, no, I think i rather stand with this. This looks good on me. The word says I'm rich. I think it looks good on me. The word of God says I'm healthy. That looks more good on me than the word saying that I'm carrying a generational sickness. No. You have to make a choice. The more of the word of God you hear, it helps you to replace the lie of the devil with the truth of the word of God. It helps you replace it. Oh, your family, they've told you, nobody have bought a brand new car before. Fantastic. The more of the word of God you listen to, the more you get to get to a point where you believe that you are the one that will break that yoke. Amen. No lie should be should exist long enough in your hearing to become the truth. No lie. Compare it with the scriptures. Then you are able to activate the promises, the blessings, the, the covenant of God with you. You have to really lay it down and say, I believe in this. Are we together? So faith is not said to be faith if it is not applied to a thing. Faith cannot be said to be faith if it is not acted on something. What do I mean? By your works, we will know that you have faith. Not just by you saying, I have faith. Amen. Show me your works. Show me your faith. And I will show you my faith by my works. You don't get to say I have faith if you are not actually believing God for something that you know you cannot do for yourself. And despite and in spite all that is happening contrary to the things you are trusting God for, you stand and say no, I believe God. That is when we say you have faith. Not only that, we will say you have faith when you do stuff and you are expecting things according to the principles of God. Every farmer goes to the farm to plant their seed. That planting is the works that they believe that they will have seed, uh, harvest. Going to the farm to plant is the works that shows us that they have faith that there will be harvest. No farmer sits at home and says, man, I have faith. I have harvest coming. We'll ask you, where is your farm? I have harvest coming. Where is your farm? Oh, it's going to be massive. Where is your farm? 
I just don't have harvest coming. Your faith must have done something. You must have done something to say that you actually have faith. That is why it is active and it is a work. You do something. You are on the move. Every day you are believing God for something. You are trusting God for something. Even though it's not coming up, you say, no, it's a work. It's because I'm not there yet. I'm still taking my steps. When I get there, it will happen. People say, no, you better change your mind to do something. You tell them, no, I have believed in this long enough to know that it works. To know it works. To know that it works. Please, Mark chapter 11 verse 23 and 24 faith is only called faith when it is active verse 23 says for verily i say unto you that whosoever that's the interesting thing about faith it does not answer only to pastors or to people who um have a fasted 40 days 40 nights no it answers to he who dares to believe and act. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain. Who shall say to this mountain. What is it you are speaking to? That you want a change there. Who shall say to this mountain. Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in his heart. And shall not doubt. You know why God put doubt there and shall not doubt? Because you can say to a mountain, one year you are speaking to that mountain. And the mountain has not answered you. But the fact that it has not answered in one year does not mean it will not answer eventually. But if within that one year you allow doubt, sir, you are going to start from the beginning. You have scattered all that you have arranged. It's just like someone who is building. Got to a point and say, ah, I don't even understand how I'm not getting to the roof. And you, have, you now went back to the foundation to destroy it. You start from the beginning. Doubt is a destroyer. You don't allow it a bit in your heart. You sow your seed, financial seed, and you are doubting. Will this seed yield? Will I have this harvest? You have scattered the whole thing. You have scattered it. You have to start all over again believing God. Say, Lord, this time around, I know nothing will stop it. He said, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He said, he shall have whatsoever he saith. If you do not doubt, and you keep the work of speaking, I said to this mountain, be moved. As it's a work. You keep saying it. You keep saying it. Now, the interesting thing about faith is God did not tell us that after two days your faith will produce. That's why it's a work. God didn't say when you plant the seed today. Um, Genesis chapter 8 and verse 22. Seed time and harvest. There's a time to sow, but you don't know the time to harvest. You might say in three months I will harvest. But listen, at times it might be more than three months. Amen. Praise God. But sit time and harvest. Verse 24, sir. Say, therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them. If you believe you receive something, how do you doubt that thing again? You believe you have received something. 
Now, this is what God is trying to do. Let me use all. This is what God is trying to do. If I give you this in your hand, can you doubt that that thing is in your hand, sir? Can you doubt it again? You can't doubt it again. You have it already. Fantastic. The same way you have the confidence that you have it, that you can see it physically in your hand, sir, Babati, is the same way God wanted to have the confidence that you believe you received it, but yet to manifest in your hand. Are you getting the point? The same way you had as I have it. Oh, I rejoice. It's physical, it's obvious in your hand. The same feeling you have that it's in your hand is the same feeling and gratitude that God wants to have. Though you have not got any physical, but you believe that you have it. It is that same joy, that same feeling that God wants us to have and that's the confidence we have in him that he will do it. It is based on that that God now showed to us that indeed we will not fail. That we will not fail. But when we begin to doubt it, eh, but I have not gotten it, eh, okay, okay, ah, Lord, eh, just give me a sign. Oh Lord, but, but ah, it can be difficult actually. I mean, you sow a seed, I just believe that I have it. Or, I, you say something, you speak a word, you believe God for something, and you have declared it, and you have not seen a sign at all of the fact that that thing is going to happen. But because you believe that you have prayed to God, and you believe that God has answered you, you now believe in your heart that that thing has been done many people do not wait to see the fullness of it at the end they always change as like television i don't like this channel i change it oh i don't like this channel i change it that is how some people operate faith sir I, i've been calling this word I, I better use it. they will say it out that i better change my this or change or do that but they just act it out it's been acted out next time you want to say something say, the devil will tell you, the one you said, did you receive it? You better be wise. You better borrow yourself sense. And unconsciously, you just begin to act out of faith in unbelief, thinking you're actually trusting God for some things. No, sir. You are not. Why? Because the last, you are using the fact that you didn't get the last one on time and now you have changed and you feel that this one won't also come. So you are not acting based on believing God. You're acting based on your feeling how you can make it happen. Let me say this, sir. nobody, and I repeat, nobody can make things happen for you better than God can make things happen for you. Nobody. Nobody. God's method might not be as fast as you expect it to be, but it's always better than how you think it will be. Are we together? God expects that as you believe him, no matter what, Stick to it until it comes. But people always like to switch. It's getting too late. Oh, I don't think I can wait any longer. Gloria Copeland says she believed for the house that they, 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 they trusted God for, for five years. She kept on prophesying, oh, this house, this house. She believed for five years. People said, why not raise money and buy? 
She said, no, we ain't going to raise any money to buy. Now are we going to borrow? Some said, why don't borrow money, mortgage? She said, no. First year, nothing happened. Second year, fourth year, after five years, God will always watch your consistency with him. Always. He will watch your consistency with him. And listen to me, child of God, that's what is called the test of faith. The fact that you launch out in faith does not mean God will answer you immediately. He will test your faith. Everybody will go through the test of faith. You sow a seed, you think you'll come back in one year. God can test your faith for five years and see, will you still be consistent? Will you still be there? If you lose it, look at this one. <laughs> look at this one. They believed for the house for five years. And when it came, it came brand new. Nobody have used it. Built and handed over to them. They didn't buy, they didn't borrow. His jets believed God for it. I've not bought a single car yet with my money, but I've used cars and I've given them out. I've given them out. You grow from faith to faith. You grow from faith to faith. There are many things I tell you I, I have not bought. Things happen both within and internationally for us, and I'm amazed. No, sir, we kept on confessing. We believe, we receive. I wake up and say, Lord, I believe I receive money, not just in hundreds of thousands, but in millions. Lord, I believe I receive it. Even when there is no dime in my pocket, I am rich, man. I'm so rich. Praise God. You cannot, you cannot have this work of faith without in your heart and activate the promises. It does not work. That's not how God works. You want to live the fullness of life. You want to express God's kind of life. Sir, it is by faith. It is by faith. You have not started working with God yet. If you have not started letting God know there is nothing I cannot give to get what you want me to have. You have not started working with God yet. David, did you hear that? Because let me say this child of God, it is not everything that God will give you without you first of all letting go of some substance from your hand. Some things must go out of you, must leave you. Some things, not even some things, some good, valuable things. Until we get to that point where we believe that my faith is explained by my works, then we will not, if we don't get to that point, we can't get the blessings of God activated upon our lives. We can't. We can't. Jesus asked the disciples, I think in Luke chapter 10, you read the story here, if I'm not mistaken here. He said, when I sent you out without pause, without a, did you lack anything? They said nothing. They said nothing. Did you lack anything? They said nothing. <laughs> Why? Because he sent them out two by two, by faith. And they also stepped out by faith. He said, anywhere you get to, there will be provisions. There will be provisions. There will be provisions. See, when God sent us to start this work, there was nothing. Not even house rent to rent a house. The first night we came to this city, I've, I think I've said one or two times, we came to this city to start this work. When we entered, we did not even know where to sleep. It was after the service. Everybody have gone. Myself, my wife, I mean, it's a gift. Am I right? And two other people, or four, some people. And I said, where are we going to sleep? We can't drive back to Ogbomosho. So where are we going to sleep? So we began to think, ah, where are we going to sleep? 
There was no money to rent room. I'm telling you, to rent hotel room. 6,000 or 5,000 naira. I'm sure even if I've told them, okay, we have 2,000 naira, please, will you give us discount? They'll probably say, okay, hence you're using the hotel as church. We'll give you discount. We didn't even think about it. I just, and God just reminded me of someone whose father has a hotel here. He said, give a call. So I called the person in Lagos. I said, we're on a bush. Go now. And we don't have where to sleep. He said, sir, what did you say? I said, we are here. We don't have where to sleep. I said, ah, what is that? What happened? He said, well, we started this work and I just, since as you called me, he said, sir, please just give me, just give me a minute. So this person pulled it, called through and called back. He said, sir, please go to Soso Hotel. Just go there, ask your Soso person. So we too, we drove there by faith. We got there. Please, I'm looking for Soso person. So, how many rooms? I said two. He said two? I said two. Because myself and the guys, we slept in one room. My wife and the ladies, I think two or two ladies, they slept in the other room. That was how we started. By the next Monday, God has made provision for us to rent a house. Amen? I know when we rented the house, all of us slept on the floor. I gave you, just, got some, just slept on the floor. To make the night short, you know some nights can be unnecessarily long when some challenges are there. To make the night short, we had a projector. <laughs> so I said, guys, I perceive this night will be long. <laughs> we have a laptop, Abby. Um, it, you know, there's... I said, let's just watch, just put one movie. Let's watch so that before we finish watching it, we'll sleep off because I perceive this night. There was nothing. Only bread and Nakara we ate. And Piotr, bag of Piotr. So I said, boy, guys, let's just set it. Let's just, just put any movie. <laughs> Otherwise, boy, you know the kind of night that you wake up by 12 a.m. and you think it's already 5 a.m. and you're preparing for school. Yeah. When they say, what do I do? He said, good morning, sir. <laughs> it has happened to me several times when I was young. You sleep early and you wake up around 10 p.m. Everybody sitting in the room. He said, mommy, good morning. <laughs> mommy, you, go and be, you go to the kitchen. They are watching. And they know what you are doing. They are watching you. You put water on the fire. They are watching you. You begin to sleep. They are watching you. So when you now realize that nobody's actually moving the way you are moving, now ask, uh, Mommy, are we not going out today? <laughs> they ask you, look at the time. Look at the time. Ah! Tell me, now remember, yay! If I've woken up now, the sleep, <laughs> yeah! That was the kind of night I was afraid of. So I told them, we have a projector. Just play anything. Let's just be talking because the place is not comfortable to sleep. There still works of it was a new house then. Still all these uh, carpentry work. Just that is the work of faith. Three years plus now. Look at where we are. Things are getting better. Praise God. It's a work, sir. It will always not look like it, but it is it. Do you get that? It will always not look like it. But it is it. Just keep pressing on. Just keep moving. But the Lord said, I am rich. I will not borrow. I will lend to nations. What is happening to me is a work of faith. Keep walking. Keep trusting. Keep believing. Don't doubt it. Yes, you will lend to nations. But my parents, they are not even close to lending to one individual. Not talk of a local government or a state. Then talk about nation. Well, that's your parents. You are different. You understand the scripture. Keep walking on it. Keep walking on it. You know, Baba T is someone I, 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 I you know, I, I, I vibe so much. We got talking this afternoon, and he said something. He said, I told him, he's a Catholic. A to Z. Amen. Blood, bread, everything, water, hair, everything about him. 
He smells Catholic. He eats Catholic. He drinks Catholic. He behaves Catholic. He everything Catholic. But he says something. He said, I told my parents, this one year, he standard life international church sleep. Now, it is a walk. Faith is no respecter of denomination. No. I'm a Catholic. My parents are rich. Well, they can pamper you and give you money. But if you don't have faith, you can't produce anything of your own. No, you can't. No, you can't, sir. That is why the work of faith, even my children, I am teaching them. They sow into my life, sir. My children, George, they sow. It's normal. My wife will sow into my life. Because if people understand the grace and the sense the grace of God upon my life and they sow and they come up with testimony, my children, the fact that I am your father doesn't mean my faith. You have to also do the works. So I told them. I told them. There was one time with last year, my wife sold her phone. And in one week, God blessed her with one solid, I mean, finances. My boy, George, brought his laptop to me. I said, I'm telling the truth. He brought a laptop to me. I said, Daddy, I want to sow this seed. I said, why? He said, I know that something bigger will come. I said, why do you know? He said, Daddy, remember, mommy, see mommy now? For some days she had no phone because she sold the phone. You remember what she told her about the house? I said, yes. She said, so that I'm sewing the laptop. So I said, I receive it in Jesus' name. And I return it back to you. <laughs> Isaac offering. I'm telling you, Isaac offering. Isaac was received by God. And returned. Yet God still blessed him. Mm -hmm. God still blessed him. When you understand walk by faith is not a one leap is not an event that we do once and we finish is a lifestyle so if you can carry one little step today and somebody's going like this no don't fight don't overstretch yourself i can give a car somebody can give can i have emptied my account several times to the glory of god somebody can give ten thousand dollars yet but you can give two thousand in faith start from there but the result will not be the same. Stop. It won't be the same. So it's not a matter of I'm taking steps, you keep taking like that until Jesus comes. A time will come to tell yourself, I think this this twinkle, twinkle little blessings is enough. Let me let me stretch. Let me just stretch. Because in faith, there must be time of growth, then there is time to stretch. There's time to stretch. First time I did that, emptied my account was in a particular month, January, particular year. Looked at the account, I said, Well, this is not that much, but this can still sustain. But Lord, this can't sustain for long. I'm trusting you for something good, oh Lord. So I just emptied everything with the cobweb. I just cleared everything out. Wasn't up to a month. God showed me a sign. Someone from Abuja that I've not seen for a very long time. I saw a massive alert with a, a strange figure. You can't start the way. You can't keep going the way you started two years ago. Your result in life will be minimal. will be slow. At a point you tell yourself, if I perish, I perish. Waiting this thing they do, self, I gave it out. I give all out. Then God will say, now you have entered the waters. Now you have entered the waters. Thank you for listening. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. It is our prayers that this message will touch every area of your life. For more information and inquiries, please contact 
or email info at standardlifechurch.org We invite you to worship with us at Standard Life International Church adjacent Landero Oil Capital Oshobo To listen to more messages delivered by Reverend Victor Ayedun check the following online platforms Facebook Standard Life International Church or MixLR Slick Also Follow us on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Standard Life International Church, and Instagram, Slick, website, www.standardlifechurch.org. Jesus is Lord. And he said, yeah.